And we are back with another episode of Civil Discord. Again, your weekly dose of radical curiosity. I am one of your hosts out here in the People's Republic of Texas. Um, Amanda and I were just having a conversation about Texas and how people think it's going crazy and how it very well, very well soon may be the People's Republic of Texas. Oh, dear. Um, but uh, that, that, that'll be a conversation for a different episode. But um, out here in the People's Republic of Texas, that is going crazy, going nuts. Um, a lot of things have been happening over the past week, but um, few a few protests here and there. But I am the notorious BLG, a.k.a. Maurice Jones. And with me, as always, out there in the People's Republic of California, who is here more often than I am. She is the one, the only, the supreme overlord of liberty, Amanda Ajax, the Griff. Amanda, how is it going? It's going all right. It is summer. It is hot and steamy. Um, but other than that, actually, it's not really steamy because steamy mm. would imply that there's humidity. It's it's you know it's just hot and and dry and I'm very thirsty. Oh. But other than that, doing all right. Oh, it has definitely been hot. It has been and and I like and I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. Like it's only June. Like it is only June, and we're hitting triple yeah. digits. Like it's august like yeah. this is oh whew, i don't i do not know what to expect over these next few months um i am hoping that it at worst stays the same temperature <laughs> that is what i'm hoping. right at worst stays the same temperature at best it cools off just a little bit or maybe we get a little bit of rain we have not been getting a whole lot of rain out here in texas um, I washed my car today and I thought I was like, and as soon as I pulled out the car wash, I was like, oh, it's definitely going to rain today because I just washed the car. But nonetheless, it did not rain, which is a good or a bad thing. I don't necessarily know, but it is what it is. Um, I am I'm glad to know. Um, I mean, not not wishing any heat on you, but I'm glad to know that Texas is not one of the is not the only state that oh, is no. dealing with this crazy heat wave um, that everybody else is just as miserable as we are when it comes to the weather. So everybody can join the party. Um, there have been a lot of things that have been going on this past week. Um, but some things that fly under the way the radar, um, because we like talking about the things that fly under the radar, mostly because everybody is always talking about the big things. Um, so we like talking about things that people don't necessarily talk about because they are just as important, especially when this whole my body, my choice stuff is going on. Um, but the FDA has tried um to to outlaw vapes jewel vapes i'm sorry jewel vapes jewel is one specific company that the makes most successful vapes. company exactly the most successful company. exactly they 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 are the ones that everybody knows about um and and the fda has has tried to to um to outlaw vapes but there was a stay that said hey Sorry, um, you can't do that. So, so Jewel, I think, has a few more has has had some weeks to kind of respond and go through some more arguments and and whatnot through through the appellate court somewhere in D.C. I don't necessarily know, but Amanda, let's talk about it. What's going on with all that? We've got two stories because it's a banner week for big tobacco, and I wanted to have these stories <laughs> together. So, on the one hand, yes, you have the FDA saying. No, Jewel, you're too successful. And also, we don't have evidence that you're any safer than tobacco cigarettes, which last I checked, tobacco cigarettes were illegal. We're going to get into that. Mm. Uh, and also, 
yeah, for last I checked, tobacco cigarettes were legal. And also, you do have evidence. You're just making up these ridiculous claims that, oh, we need more. We need more. We need. Where was that we need more evidence with like any other drug that you've ever approved? Right. So there's a yeah there's there's an FDA uh, attempt to to crack down on on Juul, uh, and then there is a decision where um, the Biden administration has proposed cutting the nicotine levels in cigarettes, and I'm going to quote from the article: <laughs> the notion behind the order is that if cigarettes contain less nicotine, then cigarettes become much less addictive. Fewer young smokers who experiment with smoking would become addicted, and there would be fewer addicted adult smokers. Really, those who are, those who are addicted would find it easier to quit, according to the theory. I would like to know what the evidence is for this theory, since we're I was still going to ask, scientific what theory evidence. is that? Because my <laughs> theory, which actually isn't a theory, because this is the science of addiction, is that if you give someone an addictive chemical, even if it's a small amount, they become addicted to it because it's an addictive chemical and they want more of it because that's how addictive chemicals work. It's not that something like nicotine becomes addictive once it passes a quantity threshold. It's that the chemical itself is addictive. This will not achieve the desired effect, first of all. Those who smoke will smoke more to get the Mm -hmm. same hit. Uh, That will put more money into tobacco companies' uh, pockets. And in the process, uh, that'll compound the harmful environmental effects of cigarette smoke. So this doesn't make any sense unless you're a tobacco company. I could not think of two laws that are better for big tobacco than (laughs) these two together. Yes. So, yeah, we have, on the one hand, this this desire to crack down on, on nicotine. And on the other, if you're thinking, oh, well, you know what, maybe... Maybe I should quit. You know, like smoking isn't really that great for me anyhow. Um, now your options are, at the FDA is trying to curtail those options for you as well <laughs> by saying, no, we're not going to allow you to vape. Right. We're not going to allow you to vape Juul, which is the most successful vaping right. product, because the flavors are addictive to kids or the or that kids like the flavors. Now, personally... Right. I go harder, I go home. I don't like flavored tobacco. I want the real stuff. I used to do like Lucky Strikes, now I run. And when I get really angry at society, I buy a pack of Marlboro Reds and a pack of Camel 99s, and I just speed through LA and my Dodge Avenger smoking those Camel 99s and those Marlboro Reds. And I promise that doesn't happen very often, but it's going to happen this week because these laws do not make any sense. And these regulations do not make any sense whatsoever. I got my packs ready. Right. Um, <laughs> Hi, mom and dad, if you're listening. Um, that is gold. So I also want to point out here that this is what you get when you hammer on the argument that marijuana is safer than tobacco in an attempt to legalize weed. The way mm. that the government works is that you just get to legalize tobacco. So I told everyone this was a bad idea at the time, and I was right. I'm I'm gonna let you have the floor. No, you're fine. You're you're good. I I um I I I always find it interesting when when the government gets involved with, with tobacco because I because I want to say it was a, about a, about a year and a half ago. Then they like they came in they outlawed menthol menthol cigarettes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
because because of the whole child thing in Manson and people claimed it to be racist because most black people most black people smoke smoke menthols or whatnot um but i just like like all of that's crazy now i will say this um i i am not saying the government should do this i am not saying anything remotely close to that but i understand how big of a deal vaping is mainly because I deal with kids on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Like okay. we have to sit through seminars and we talk about vaping. And, and when I tell you these kids are very, um, are very strategic in how they vape and what vapes look like. And, and, and that all of the, the products that are out there for them to hide vapes in, in a, in a hoodie. And so mm-hmm. your drawstring is actually a vape. And instead of it being an actual drawstring or they have like pencils or pens or things that look like vapes. Now I think it's creative. Yeah. Um, you're teaching kids to be creative. I have no exactly, problem with this whatsoever. Exactly. Innovation. Like, I, I love it. Exactly. Like, like it's cool. Now, granted, do I think, you know, 15, 16 year olds, you know, 13 year olds should be vaping? No, I definitely don't. Um, I mainly because I, your body is not developed and you, you are putting in these loads of, of chemicals into your body that, that is going to do more harm than any good that you think would ever come of it. Um, but that doesn't mean that the FDA has the right to tell a company what they can and can't do. That doesn't mean the Biden administration can come in and say, oh, well, we we're winning the war on drugs. Yeah, we're winning the war on drugs. So let's so let's help big tobacco. And, oh, you have to limit what you can what you can input in in one specific cigarette because we have to attack that as well too because that's just bad and 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 oh my gosh like tobacco is bad and i'm just and i look at it and just like there's no way that any rational person can look at this and think that is a great idea i just i i do not i, I do not understand how people can think government involvement into anything what and telling Telling people, telling companies what they can and can't do. Like somebody said something the other day about, oh, we're we're in a capitalist society and this and that. Um, since when in capitalism is the government allowed to tell what a company can and cannot do? Like, I don't I'm you you're gonna have to refresh my memory on on a free market and capitalism. Like, is 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 the FDA if is the FDA allowed to tell the jewel company, hey, you can no longer make vapes like I did because of and they're chalking up. Well, the jewel companies are greedy and they're preying on the kids and this, that, and the third. And it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't think I didn't you know. I, I I thought that capitalism was the free and voluntary exchange of of goods and services. Like that's that's what I'm thinking. But hey, you know, if the FDA can come in and regulate it, then hey, that's capitalism to me. The libertarian answer to any question beginning. Is the FDA allowed, Maurice? Is <laughs> no, the FDA is not allowed. The FDA is not allowed. So, uh, yeah, I, what I love about these two stories together, in addition to being just like the perfect, perfect ploy, this perfect racket for big tobacco, is that these both of these decisions or attempts are highly reliant on non-scientific theories that haven't ever been proved by Mm. actual scientific data. So on the one hand, vaping is as harmful as smoking cigarettes, only I had never even heard of that guy before. And uh, (laughs) you won't get addicted to something unless you have a lot of it. 
or if you won't get addicted to something if we give you less of it. And if you're already addicted, you'll get less addicted to it because we've started giving you less of it. Right. Have these people ever been addicted to anything? I just, I mean, other than power. Mm, Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't know. But hey, you know, Amanda, like, like just those truth commercials, you're smoking, you're putting metal in your lungs. Like, putting metal in your lungs which i have no issue with them putting out those commercials like Mm -hmm. none whatsoever none whatsoever you want to know why because this is literally the free market doing what it's going to do right right. you literally have companies who are selling a product and some people think it's bad so what are they going to do they're going to say hey we think it's bad and this is why you shouldn't do it like that's the case you don't you don't need government telling people oh hey this is bad this is good we're going to we are going to put less of the of of the uh, addictive ingredient in there, so it's going to be le- like that's. I mean, let's. That's like saying we're going to put le- put less alcohol in your drink, so that way you're not going to drink it. Like, no. Instead of if I get instead of getting a single, just give me a double. Like yeah. instead of giving me yeah. one, give me two. Yeah. Take, like that's literally it. That's all you got to do. Again, that's the other thing is like, yes, nicotine and tobacco are are harmful and they have carcinogenic effects and they also have environmentally damaging effects. Right. And so what you're going to do if you're smoking double the cigarettes <laughs> to get the same amount of hit is it's not just the nicotine that's that's going to be harmful. The nicotine is the addictive chemical, but right. the smoking, inhaling smoke into your lungs, you're now inhaling more smoke into your lungs yep. to get the same hit. You're putting more chemicals more toxins out into the atmosphere to get the same hit yeah i'm so i thought we were all about helping the climate i thought wasn't joe biden going to cure cancer didn't he promise to do that didn't joe biden promise to cure i am so much i have never wanted a cigarette more in my life that's not true but it's it's been a while but this is his way to to decrease cancer by 50 percent. this is his way to lower the additive the 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 main ingredient in cigarettes Oh gosh, it's not the nicotine. It's not even the oh, gosh. Hey, I, I I get it, but hey, you know, these are the people who are writing the laws and signing them into effect and everything and governing the country because they know what's best for you. When they are, I've I Joe Biden is he's he's eighty and he's pushing eighty. I don't like, know. He's pushing eighty. I don't know. Like, I, he probably just. I, I I think he just remembers all his drug awareness resistance education um, when 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 he was going back and they were pushing the Dare programs and I remember I remember that I'm like I like I remember Dare but it, it's probably all those same teachings and, and, and those same studies that 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 came out and, and talked about all that. Now again, I get it, um, and and I agree with you that there are like smoking in general is typically not a healthy habit. Now and I'm not, and I don't if you smoke I don't knock you every now and again when I'm sipping my whiskey I have Ooh, a cigar yeah. like oh, yeah. you, dip, you ever dip it in the whiskey like yeah. a good Churchill and a yes. Macallan yes like I'm telling you, it is and and every now and again I do okay it's I mean it may be about once a quarter so it's it's not often but I do so I don't knock people smoking anything like do you because I'm gonna do me but understanding that that joe biden and and his his ability to i don't even know why it's he has this ability but to tell people not to put certain you know you have to uh decrease it by 50 percent like none of that is going to work 
You want to know why? Because when I'm sipping on my whiskey and smoking my cigar, what am I going to do now? Because I typically only smoke one. Now I'm going to be like, well, now I got to have another one. Like this ain't nothing in here. Like this ain't nothing but, but a bunch of but a bunch of paper. Like what is this? It's a bunch of paper. It's and it it, it is is ridiculous. So I I don't smoke Cubans, guys. I don't smoke Cubans. Oh, I um, I do. But a red dot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I actually, I actually have. It's it's pretty neat. And I know, I know, I'm about to go off on a tangent, but there's actually this, um, and they do not pay for advertising. I promise you. But there's this company that is like a subscription box for cigars, mm-hmm. and it is very good. They send you one. I, 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 I would get one maybe about once a quarter, and you get about four or five different cigars in there, and they tell you where each one was made, what it's made of, how mild or how you know how heavy it is. Like it is. It is great. And so I'm like, okay, so now I know what, what whiskey to pair this with. Like, this is this is awesome. This is awesome. But I only do it when I go outside, outside drinking. Like, I can't do it at the house because I, I, I can't smoke in my house. So. When I was in uh, – and I'll do a personal story. When I was an undergrad, uh, we there was a, a, a cigar shop where a, friends and I used to go. And this was uh, during the – well, what's the embargo? It was very – it was either during the embargo still or when it was very, very difficult to get mm. red dots. And, um, and there were, and so, you know, you get cracked out. Yeah, no, it, it would have to be, it would have had to have been during the embargo because I remember my friend uh, who would frequent the cigar shop more often than I would, uh, knew how to get them from the guy who ran the cigar shop. And all that it took <laughs> is that he would go back, you know, they knew him and he would talk mm-hmm. and just, Oh, you know, I just came back from Cuba. It was wonderful. And then, you know, build on the conversation and say, yeah, the cigars were great. You know, it's too bad we can't get them here. <laughs> and the guy would go, and he leads you through the back room, and there would be like a little door, and he'd go to the door, and he'd come out, and he'd hand you Cohibas, and it's some good stuff. Right. Now, I right. will t- so here's my theory. I just, I've figured out my theory is that the, um, the inflation's so bad, the economy's so bad that people want a cigarette right now. Like everybody wants a cigarette. Yes. And, and so what's going to happen, this is how we strengthen the economy. Although it, it's gonna, just going to increase inflation, but you're going to have people <laughs> who are just buying more and more and more cigarettes. Right. So actually this is not going to help, but I mean, in, in Biden logic, it might. So you have exactly. people buying more cigarettes, the taxes are going to go up. It's going to be more federal government revenue for the sin taxes. And, uh, and then nobody's really happy but at least the government can fund more of its pet projects and pay the fda agents to pursue uh malicious prosecutions against uh competitors of big tobacco exactly exactly Figured it out. exactly it's it's not like the, the the big tobacco has money in politics at all no not at all not at all they are squeaky clean in all this we need a vape oh. lobby <laughs> <laughs> got to get their act together exactly like hey i don't do it but if y'all need help like here we go let me know call me up or whatnot uh now even though the 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 government's always coming it's coming after nicotine you know they're always said there's always this thing that in every single election you have people on the left always saying they're not coming for your guns you have people on the right saying they're they're coming for our guns and so forth well uh the and I'm and I'm actually I think um as of this article there was one 
that is actually going to the desk of Joe Biden. Yes. That is passed. Yes, that is passed both in the House and in the Senate. Um, and it is some some gun control. And now, those of you who listen, know my <laughs> you are very aware of my stance on gun control and how I think that our gun control is racist, and how I think that 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 you and that in any form of you coming after um, somebody's firearms is an act of aggression and, and, and an act of violence. Um, but the, a bipartisan bill, bipartisan. This is so great because that means both the left and the right hate your hate you and want to come after your ability to own a firearm. Um, so uh, they they um, and and again this this is previous to this actually going to the desk of Joe Biden. But it is the Safer's Community Act. Safer Community Act. Oh my gosh, because it's going to make communities safer. Um, it expands background requirement checks for gun buyers younger than 21, which makes no sense to me. If you are going to make communities safer, why are you not expanding background checks for everybody? Why is it just people less than the, less than 21? The thinking is that it tends to be people who are under 21 who are more likely to do impulsive and rash things. So now we're discriminating. That's age discrimination. Hey. I mean, and and I get it, but it it, it just it, it makes no sense. So they expand background requirements for for gun buyers who are younger than the age of twenty one. Um, it widens categories um, for the people who are not allowed to buy firearms. More, 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 more of of them crapping on your on your 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 beloved Second Amendment, and then it provides federal funding for states with red flag laws, which I think are utterly atrocious utterly atrocious and this this is bipartisan like this is this is not just people on the left this is not just this is your mitch mcconnell's your lindsey graham's your dan crenshaw's um your john cronin's uh a senator out here in the state of texas who i knew for i hated him when he was running a couple years ago i was hoping i was praying to god he would be unseated but nope here he goes again passing on this passing on this legislation and oh my gosh it is sick now a couple of things that 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 this that this um safers community act will do it requires background checks for 18 and 20 year olds um of course they need to go through as they go through their juvenile and their psychiatric 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 excuse me i can't say that records so if you were emo way back when you were 12 years old and you had the black hair and you love Green Day and it was and, you know, because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you, you know, like and you went through that phase. OK, and all this stuff happened and your parents thought that you were absolutely nuts. And they said, you know what? We got to get him checked out. And all it was, you know, no, mom, this wasn't just a phase. All that stuff happens. Yeah. Here we go. All that stuff is going to be brought up when you're trying to purchase a firearm. Stuff that you did when you were 12, 13 years old. Now, granted, and I I am being a little facetious when I mm-hmm. say that. And a little bit, just a little bit, because there may there, I guarantee you there's probably gonna be somebody out there who's who who that happened to, and they're like, Yeah, now I can't buy a firearm because I went for because be, because of the style that I went through when I was 15 and my parents thought I was demon possessed and put me in a psychiatric ward, you know. Or whatnot, but it's 
I, I think the 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 thing is here is a lot of this comes in wake of Uvalde and Buffalo and all of, and, and, and these these recent mass shootings that are utterly atrocious. But these these things that they are putting into effect would have would have stopped neither one of these. Mm-hmm. Ze- yeah. Like would have had zero effect on these two previous mass shootings that we had in Uvalde and Buffalo. Like, yes, the kids were yes, the kids were younger than were younger than 21. But both of them had no criminal records, no specific background, and the and I, I think the the Buffalo the Buffalo shooter um, they said that he he had a little bit of of um of like like it was like a little bit of like psychiatric records or something like that. But when they when they did the analysis, it wasn't anything enough to justify. Uh, hey he's crazy or, or, or it, that would disqualify him from owning firearms. So again, I think this is, this is more grandstanding, more people because now, because we're getting ready to head into and head into midterms. Now you have people who are on the right who are saying, Hey, but look, we're bipartisan. We want to make everything safer. I mean, of course it's going to be safer. It's a safer community act. Like, like, like in what the is name. It's Exactly. In the name. It is there. It is there. So it's gotta be great. It's gotta be great. It's gotta make everything safer. Yeah. No, I, so again, great work from, uh, from you and also from, uh, from, from reasons, Jacob Solem, who is, who's kind of d- done the breakdown of, of this, of the Safer Communities Act. Now for me, where, where it gets dicey is the, the funding for states who are mm. going to have red flag laws, because generally mm. for me, it's, is the government proposing to give states money for vague and ambiguous things? Yes. Amanda doesn't support it then. That's, that's <laughs> basically the rule. That's um, a good rule. Yes. Especially if they're roads, as we know, libertarians hate roads. Exactly. Um, but uh, what I worry about is, is again, the vagary, right? So essentially you're incentivizing states to have red flag laws mm-hmm. by just throwing money at them. And of course, what a state can do, as we've seen, as we saw, in fact, with, with teachers unions over the past two years, what can happen is you can say, I'm going to do this thing. And the government's like, okay, here, have some money to do this thing. And there's no oversight. There's no follow through on whether the money was actually spent to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this money, even if it's used well, is going to be used to expand bureaucracies and expand really state level um, intervention resources, which Mm. I'm not sure are going to be helpful in this case. And when we talk about red flag laws, it's really important to define what is being what is being checked right is was what is the red flag uh if you don't know or if it's vague and ambiguous and if it's ill-defined and if it can infringe on someone's rights then i'm not going to support that and what is now is a lot of states can easily use this as license to impose overly burdensome red flag restrictions Mm -hmm. on what could otherwise be lawful gun over gun owners and speaking yep. of lawful gun owners, like, this is something that Solem does in his piece for reason, as he says, look, none of the none of the regulations, prohibitions in this bill would have stopped what's happened recently. 
Um, He says, let's see, uh, so with regard to the the juvenile criminal and psychiatric records, now I actually think during a background check, you know, previously you wouldn't look at someone's juvenile criminal record. Mm. And for me, that's that's a little odd, right? Because if you're 17, you just get out of juvie for doing something terrible. And if you're tried and prosecuted and sentenced as a juvenile, Mm-hmm. then that gets wiped the second you turn 18. So that for me is, I can understand that. Um, but he says, uh, let's see, the main rationale is that it could be an obstacle for young mass murders with disqualifying juvenile records. Um, the perpetrators of the May 14th massacre in Buffalo, New York, and the May 24th attack in Uvalde, Texas, were both 18-year-olds who legally bought firearms from licensed dealers after passing background checks. But it does not look like those sales would have would have been blocked even if the background checks had included juvenile records. Mm. Um, Nor would the new requirement have made a difference in other notorious mass shootings where the perpetrator was younger than 21. Mm. Uh, The 17-year-old charged with murdering 10 people at a Santa Fe, Texas high school in 2018 used his father's gun, so there was no background Mm -hmm. check for him to fail. The 20-year-old who killed 20 uh, children and six adults at a Newtown, Connecticut elementary school obtained the rifle he used from his mother. The perpetrators mm. of the 1999 massacre at Columbine obtained firearms through other intermediaries. It goes on and on and on and on and on. So this is another one of those things that it sounds nice. It, you know, it's, it sounds like you, of course, we want to stop senseless gun violence. We, we want right. to stop mass murder. Of course, these measures wouldn't have stopped prior mass shootings. And so when we talk about measures that are designed to do that, we need to be honest about whether what's in the bill is going to achieve the intent or whether it's just going to funnel money to states to basically do whatever they want. And in the worst case, in the worst case, go after people who shouldn't who shouldn't be blocked from exercising their Second Amendment right. Exactly. And I and I, I, I was watching something the other day and and. I've heard this said before and, and, and I mean, and I'll say it again, I'll repeat it, but it's, I do not understand why the government thinks that just because they outlaw something that it's going to stop something. I don't understand why people think that that logic makes any sense. People don't understand. We've been fighting a war on drugs since the eighties. Like there is legit been a war on drugs. They've been trying to get rid of drugs here, there, and everywhere. And and man, if I tell you the war on drugs has done nothing but ramp up drugs in, in America. Like, I mean, I I I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I know where I can get some, but I'm pretty sure it'd be it'd be pretty easy for me for, for me to go somewhere and, and and get something that I should not be doing because I get drug tested often. Like, like that so I do not understand why why they think that that same going after something with that same level of vigor is going to produce a different result because it's not. And, and we've talked about this before red flag laws wind up killing people. Like people wind up dying because of red flag laws, because if somebody showed up at my house banging on my door, like they were the police or whatnot. Um, like I, I'm not going to sit here and and be like, a, oh yeah, like hey, sure, come on in, I'll welcome you in with open arms. Like no, like that's not how things work. I'm not just handing stuff over. Not to mention that, the, that it's expensive. Like if somebody comes and takes my firearms without due process, without due process, all because somebody else said said that hey, 
Maurice is a harm to himself and to others. And they don't know me. They don't live with me. Or it's an angry ex-wife. I don't have an ex-wife and I don't think my, my, my current wife would be that crazy to do that. But if that's the case, and she she's mad at me one day, we get into an argument because I'm always right. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to get you. And so she goes over there and they're like, hey, let's come and let's do this. So this judge comes and takes my firearms without me even knowing about any of this stuff. Like th- just the, the whole process, it's all shady business. Whatever is done in the dark comes to light. And when you have to do things in the dark and do things behind closed doors, it's never a good thing. Do things out in the open. And I mean, and th- there are ways Again, I'm not supporting red flag laws at all, or what do they call them? They don't call them red flag laws anymore. They're like they're they're like high risk. Um, they're oh my gosh, it's it's like like the terminology they use are like it's like high risk something or whatnot. But they um what like just. Oh, they're trying to make red flags good again or something. They're trying trying to rehabilitate red flags. Is that? Because they don't like the they don't like Trump, um, but it, it's they um, it's it's uh, if if they were to at least come out and say, hey, before we do anything, let's just have a conversation and let's talk about this. Let's go through the process. I would instead of me being on infinity and one, I'd be on infinity point nine. Like like I I take like okay like that at least is a little better. But I mean, it's still it's still bad, but it's just the way that they have these things um, structured. It is it is horrible. It's going to wind up getting it's going to wind up getting your beloved police officers um, killed. It's going to want those that you want to defund um, and those that that you support as far as Blue Lives Matter. It's going to wind up getting citizens killed. It already has like there are numerous articles of people that this has happened and they end up they end up because it's it's. They end up being surprised and they're like, hold up now, something's a muck kind of thing. So it it's it's all it's only ends in sadness. It only ends in sadness. Yeah, yeah. But I'll say this. Things that don't end in sadness. Man, the Supreme Court has been on a roll over these past few days. Um w- when it comes to uh to firearms and and of course, the hot topic is abortion, and there's another one that 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 just recently came out as far as um, coaches being able to pray with students, athletes, and so forth. But there is a oh, let me make sure I I I, I get this correct. Um, this came out Thursday, I believe. So Thursday, the twenty what third. day was that? It was the twenty third, and okay. so that would have been not maybe Thursday, yeah. But a day, yes, it would have been a day. Sure it's summer, right. ladies and gentemen. I don't yes, do the exactly. days, even under normal <laughs> circumstances. It happened on the twenty third. You're welcome. Yes, look that at your is calendar. And, okay, good. And believe it or not, you guys may think like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, how do you not know what day with days? Which I used to make fun of my wife all the time for this. I'm like, I'm like, because of course, because I was working every single day, like even through the summer. I'm like, babe, how do you not know that today's Thursday? Like for real, you know this, this, this. Now that I'm on summer break, I'm like, oh snap! Like, what day? What day is? This? I didn't even. I didn't know that today was the 27th. I thought. I thought we were still mid June. Like, my days are all kinds of gone. But yes, 
Thursday, the 23rd, is when this ruling came out. Um, and it, it's the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Buren. Now, um, before we dive into this, um, I find it kind of I, I don't want to say ironic, it's kind of sad. Um, the restrictions that New York, the state of New York has on carrying pistols, handguns of some sort, as in you have to go through this huge rigmarole in order to figure out, in, in, in order to say, in order for them to say, hey, you're, you're able to do this because we're not going to grant it just on the theme of self-defense. Yet the Buffalo shooting happened in the same state. Now, I am not saying at all that if people had the right to carry in their state that this would that that this wouldn't have happened. I mean, because Sutherland Springs, um, I mean, Uvalde, Texas is is a is a we called constitutional carry. It's not really constitutional carry, but Texas is that. And we still have issues here. But I just find it ironic that not that a little over a month before you had a mass shooting at a grocery store at a supermarket where people were not people are allowed to carry firearms if they deem it if the state deems it as appropriate so um in essence what the supreme court said is you as a state cannot sit here and tell people that they cannot carry a firearm for self-defense out on the streets like long story short that's in essence what they said, and there, there, which is which kind of goes along the lines of DC, DC Heller, and the Chicago one, as far as hey, you can carry them in the house, uh, and then your state and local governments cannot tell you that you cannot carry in your house, and then now they're saying now you have now you have to be able, now you're able to carry outside of your house, take it to the streets, carry wherever you can go, and which which I think again is a great win for private property great win for people who who want to carry especially for people out there in new york because i do not want the government determining i do not want to prove to the government why i need to carry a firearm um the government should prove to me why the government needs to prove to me why i shouldn't have one and i will tell you they never will prove to me that i should never have a firearm so yeah a a good decision and i think one that is you know of course, the, the gun restrictions in basically all the states and areas where I've lived uh, have been pretty ridiculous um, in terms of making it so that you know, only criminals have guns, uh, essentially, uh, especially on the streets. Um, so, yes, I was I was happy to see this decision come down. Um, again, this is a majority opinion written by Judge uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. Hey, CT. <laughs> Maurice's dude, dude. (laughs) Oh, he Uh, is not my dude, but (laughs) oh no, okay. I mean, he's had some takes this week. He has some takes. That's all I'll say. Um, (laughs) In forty-three states, the government issues licenses to carry based on objective criteria, but in six states, including New York, California, the government further conditions issuance of a license to carry on a citizen's showing of some additional special need. Because the state of New York issues public carry licenses only when an applicant dem- applicant demonstrates a special need for self-defense, mm. which, by the way, a lot of times made it made it easier for the wealthy to be able to to you know demonstrate this need. People who are in positions of power to demonstrate yep. this need, right? It didn't really help people who were you know who were threatened, right. uh, who were in an unsafe situation, maybe who lived in unsafe areas. 
Um, anyway, we, let, we me, conclude... let me slide some money into your pocket yeah. so you can uh, give me this, this, this license to carry. Yeah. We conclude that the state's licensing regime violates the constitution. Mm. Um, so once again, this, this, this failed scrutiny tests, uh, Thomas goes on. We know of no other constitutional rights that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. Mm. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him. And it is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. There we have it. Clarence Thomas, he and I don't agree on 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 some things, but hey, I'll give you this one. I will give you this one and a few others. Um, but I mean, it it is it he and he, he is very much very much right. Like, why should I have to demonstrate to the government that I need th- that that I should be able to use this? It's and it it's it's crazy because like, I mean, think about it. If your life is in danger, you don't know ahead of time. Like, this is not just, hey, in three weeks, my life is going to be in danger. So let me go ahead and start the process and get all this and get all this information, you know, right now. It's a, hey, you know what? Like, I've got this crazy ex-boyfriend and man, there was a, there's a, it was tragedy, 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 crazy ex-boyfriend shot and killed a nine-year-old in front of her mother, in front of her mother. And and you you think about like like this stuff is sudden. It's not a hey, I need to prove I need to prove that I need I, I need this for for defense because all this stuff happens after the fact. Like it's, the stuff is always too late. And then a lot of times it's it's not enough. And then I've got to take the time out because let's be real, government buildings are open at times that you got to go to work. So I got to take off of work in order to put all this stuff together and in order to show you and go up there and wait. For three, four hours just for you to tell me maybe or yes. And then I have to sit this waiting period. And it is it is utterly ridiculous. And all that to say, it's so subjective that what criteria are you using to say, oh, yes, you know, you need this. You know, because a, a lot of it, it's it's a um, what do they say? It's it, it's. The government, you know, the government further conditions issuance license carry on citizens showing of some additional special need. Well, what does that look like? You have to you don't know until you actually start the process. So it's not like it's not like they can say, hey, give me this, 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 this. And we're fine. It's no, you need to prove it. OK, well, what do you mean? By, what do you mean by prove it? Like, give me something, something objective that I can I can go by. Oh, well, you just got to show that you need need it for self-defense. Like, you just got to show it to me. And so what does that mean? Does that mean I need to I need to already have restraining orders in five restraining orders in place against somebody and they've broken them multiple times or whatnot? Or is the restraining order good enough? Well, you got a restraining order, so they're going to obey that. So you, you so because you got a restraining order, they don't need it. And and so I think this is an this is a great win for um for gun for for gun rights. This is a great win for people who 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 want the ability to carry a firearm? This is a great this is a great win for for people who don't want the ability to, to carry a firearm, but but later on may need that luxury. Okay, so or that right. I'm not gonna call it a luxury. I'm gonna call it your right to self defense. Okay, your right to preserve your own life and your private property, which is yourself 
and private ownership. I think I think it's great. I absolutely love it. Um, a six three ruling as expected, uh, but hey, you know I love it. It's all good. Gun gun rights activists here. Hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, usually by the time you need to uh, defend yourself with with a weapon that you're carrying, uh, you, you're not in a situation where you can say, "Can you hold just a second? Can you hold on? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to, to petition the government to see if I can get a firearm and then carry it in front of. Can you just wait for? You're usually not in that situation. Exactly, exactly. It is utterly ridiculous but we can't we 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 can't not not talk about this i don't no. know if i use the right amount of knots or not but <laughs> um uh so uh crazy thing that, that that's been happening over this past weekend um the i guess you would call it the overturning of roe v wade um not i mean i i, I don't know the correct terminology in order to say that, yeah, it was but overturned. It was overturned. Um, if you, if you've been living under a rock, um, I'll tell you this, I got it. Cause it, cause it was, it was on my Apple, my Apple news story. And I was like, Oh snap, hot dog. Um, Roe v. Wade has been overturned and the decision for abortions has been provided back to the States. Man, and, and I know we talked about this um, a few episodes ago because of the whole leak and things of that nature but figured it's a big topic we can at least touch on it a little bit j- just to kind of we, we can expand on, on some thoughts or i can talk about some some idiotic um things that i've seen over the past uh few days as far as my timeline my timeline was going nuts on friday and i mean absolutely nuts and it, and i was here for it loved every bit of it but i like the troll that I am, decided to stay under my bridge and not say a word to anybody. That's not trolling, though. That's kind of the opposite of trolling. <laughs> I know. I, was I, like, know. I, I lived as a troll and I was silent. Although I guess in silence, I had to is stay silence my bridge. now. Yeah. Exactly. I woke up this morning and chose silence. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. I mean, the trouble is that uh, the the problem with with as as with so many issues, the problem with uh, agreeing with anyone right now is that everyone is dumb. That's. That's basically my take. <laughs> everything that I have seen on social media, the problem right. with agreeing with anyone right now is that everyone is dumb. <laughs> it is. It it's crazy. I, I saw. Oh my gosh! Like so. So much of it was, um, and and it, it's it's crazy because there, it's always this. Well, you know, you can't do this, and you can't. You, you know, you can't have it with an ectopic practice with an ectopic pregnancy goodness man i can't i cannot speak today go figure um but so like you can't get this you can't get that and i'm like what bills are y'all reading to where they literally say that if if this happens medically like they're not going to do anything most doctors i I hate i hate to break it to people most doctors will do something if the mother's life is in danger they are going to do everything to protect that mother's life like that they will do it without you even knowing like because that is what they're going to do um and and so it's it's it is crazy it's nuts we actually my sister was in town this past weekend we actually we talked about gun control and and her views on it my views on it and i mean and 
even though she is older than I am and so forth, we we have, I mean, we came from the same family. We have differing opinions on it. Um, and we, we talked about Roe v. Wade and she was asking my thoughts. And and of course, me being, me be, me believing that you should not, and, and, and my principle of uh, protecting protecting innocence and down to the individual, I was like, I, I mean, I, I think it's good, mainly because the states now determine what they are going to do. So if you if you want to drive across state lines and do that because the state next to you allows that, then then you are free to do that. Here in the state of Texas, they don't allow that. Like it is, I think it is six weeks. I want to say it's six weeks because. Um, but and again, and as we talked about before, like it is very gray. Like it, this is not a black and white thing, so forth. It is very gray. But I do enjoy the fact that the federal government is no longer is is no longer under the onus of hey we are regulating stuff that well at least in this part we we are regulating human bodies i mean they still do but but at, at least in this manner they don't it is but hey i mean there have been protests and it's a crazy i saw one picture of democrats protesting and them walking away from the um from the capitol building and i'm like if you guys are protesting and you guys are mad at it, the irony that you are walking away from the place where you can actually change it, where you can actually oh, no. say, hey, here you go. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We're we're with you guys. We're going to walk with you guys now. Granted, I, I just think it's hilarious. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, not 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 hilarious in the sense that, you know, they're obviously um, they're obviously very high emotions, but it's right. You know, um it's it's interesting um the various things that people have been saying to either uh you know support or right. or denounce this decision for sure for sure highly interesting i love it though um i i, I love chaos <laughs> chaos it is like call me the joker i'm here for chaos um because because i think it's great and not to mention i think it just proves that a lot of times, and I, I know Amanda and I disagree on this, but we maybe we should not be sharing a country with, with people who we oh. are so so vehemently like like when, when I tell you people were telling people were on their Facebook saying, if you think that this decision was good, I need you to unfriend me. Like, like I I I still hey, I 100 percent we are one step closer to breaking the, to to breaking this place up, and I think that a divorce, a civil divorce is far better than the route that we are heading because this is, this is utterly, I, I, I don't know how, I do not think that this is, I don't think this is sustainable for the, for, for the next 20, 30 years. I just don't. I, I don't, just don't, I don't think this level of vitriol will be sustained. I mean, I, I could not disagree with you more on the, on the desire <laughs> for, for a national divorce for many, many reasons. Um, but uh, I know I know we've we've talked about that in the past for reasons that are both practical and also have to do with my my deep and abiding love of of, uh, of ecstatic pluralism, um, which is different from soft pluralism, which is basically <laughs> just saying like I, you kind of like a toothless. Everyone should have a lot of different ideas. No, you need you need a, an off you know you need a sense of why pluralism is good, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's what pluralism today doesn't really achieve. It's like no, everything's 
everything's equally valid and that's all. But what I want to know is why is everything, why, why is this confluence of ideas and opinions good? Um, and, uh, so anyway, that, that gets into actually a little bit of my, of my academic work, but, um, yeah, talking about, uh, how to, how to sort of what a hard pluralism versus a soft pluralism, Mm. essentially. Um, but pluralism oriented toward a specific political end and political good, which I do believe political goods exist. I do believe that there are things that are best achieved in political societies. Um, I believe that creation is one of them. And I think that pluralism is, is uh, sort of a conditioning good for that. But at any rate, I don't, I don't like the national divorce <laughs> idea. I don't like the secessionist idea, partly for that reason. And also because of, you know, um, very real uh, defensive, uh, considerations. I, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, there is one more thing that we want to talk about, and I'll let Amanda take it from here with this Federal Reserve um, and things yeah. that they have been, things that they are going to do, and that the Biden administration is 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 accepting that they are going to do. Yeah, remember when like we pretended that the Federal Reserve was going to be detached from the whims of policymakers? <laughs> we, we we did that. We we kind of played that game. Um, and then, and then there was a financial crisis and we got to see what happens when a central bank oversteps its purview and uses its own footprint to crush organic market processes. So we're still reeling from the consequences of 2009 unconventional monetary policy. I Mm want to point that out. This is where our current crisis really started is that the fed gives itself a central bank, uh, central banks all around the world, by the way, why do we have Bitcoin? It was in response to this in Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, which was one of the most forceful uh, and extreme in terms of early quantitative easing um, and large-scale asset purchases. Central bank gave itself a lot of unprecedented discretionary powers that were ill-defined and basically said, we can do this for however long we want, however much we want, and it's good for you. And now there is a third plank of the Federal Reserve's mandate that has been proposed, and that mandate is promoting racial equity. Guys, environmental justice is next. I just want to point that out. So a third, promoting racial equity is a proposed third plank. I cannot see, I cannot see what could possibly go wrong if a if an institutional body, I know the Federal Reserve is a private corporation. Quiet. Are they? Quiet. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we can speak through. We can be honest here. It's not. And that's, you know, you don't have to want to end the Fed to acknowledge. It's not. Okay. Right. Um, it takes orders from the Treasury. Who, from whom does the Treasury take orders? All right. Hmm. So <laughs> at any rate. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. I can't imagine any potentially disastrous consequences that come from an institution uh, imposing racial standards on oh. access to money and credit. Hmm. No. Because the U.S. has a great history when, with that, like really crowned itself in glory, the federal government has, with race and access to financial, uh, financial products. Evidently, they have. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe something with housing. Maybe uh, redlining. Oh no, they did get. They got that right. I, I completely forgot. They were so good when it came to housing. They were great. 
Do you want to tell people about, about redlining? They were great with that. Oh, go figure. Um, they were, you know what else they were great with? They were great with 40 acres and a mule. They were great with that too. Um, oh, uh, like they were, man, th- that, that, that whole industry, as far as giving money to people for, for equitable things, the U S government has been great. I do not understand why we, why we would not trust, you know, people, uh, with, with, with money to be able to, to give to those as needed. I don't know why. I just I mean that th- they have had the U S has been nothing but great when it comes to all those things. Psych. In case you don't know that I'm being sarcastic. Um, I just like, it is, this is something that, that I know that there would probably be many people who look like me as far as my color is concerned, who would be like, Oh yeah, they about to give me some money like this, that, and third. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not one of them. Like, I'm just not, you know, I, I am, do do I think that there are certain things within this country that need to be fixed on a on a racial scale? One hundred percent. Like like as as far as as far as things that but how how we operate. Yes. Do I do I think that there is a there's a reason why there there is a a a bit of wealth inequality when it comes to you know different racial people groups? Yes. One hundred percent. I know exactly why. Like I mean, it, but it's it's I do not think that. Having the Fed try to tackle this problem is going to fix anything. And as a matter of fact, I think it's going to make things worse. It is 100% going to make things worse. Even, even if they said, hey, you know what? If everybody is, everybody who is some sort of black, we're going to help you with this, that, and the third. You are literally now discriminating and you're breaking your own laws. You're breaking your own rules, the own acts that you have put into place years ago to say, Hey, you know, we're going to, I mean, I, now granted, I mean, affirmative action is something that breaks those laws as well too. But I mean, th- that, that, that's a conversation for a different day, but I, 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 this is, this will never end good. And this coming from a black male who would probably benefit from this in some form or fashion um, is, is it's never a good idea. I don't know if you would, uh, I mean, did and I, I, I'm not, I'm not comparing race with income. This is to, this is to mm-hmm. make an analogy about whether people who are intended recipients of government policies actually benefit from them. Did poor people benefit from? Ha- and I'm again, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying. No, no, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> did poor people benefit from uh, access to? a lot of loans during the housing bubble. Oh no, not the government incentivized. So again, I don't I don't really know if the intended recipients of 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 this or the the intended beneficiaries of this policy are are going to or or this plank um, are going to benefit from it. I'm reading from the the House Democrat bill would require the Board of Government Governors and FOMC to quote exercise all duties and functions in a manner that fosters the elimination of disparities across racial and ethnic groups. What's an ethnic group? Uh, across racial and ethnic groups with respect to employment, income, wealth, and access to affordable credit. Now, I, I'm all about eliminating disparities in terms of access. I think that's great. Bitcoin does right. that, um, but. Uh, Elimination of disparities across racial and ethnic groups with respect to employment, income, and wealth. That is a recipe 
for let's make everyone middlingly okay. Yeah. So no one can be as successful as the most successful person. We need to make sure that everyone is as success. It's not, I want everyone to be as successful as the most successful person. I want no one to be more successful than the least successful person. Yeah. That's, that is, that is the language of this policy again, which has nothing, I'm not making a commentary on race and success. What I'm saying is that when you talk about eliminating disparities across any group, what you're doing is you're saying, what I want to do is I want to make sure that nobody's better off than the least. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it is never, that's, that's never a good idea. Um, that stunts growth and stuff. It, it like, like there, there's, there's no sort of advancement because there's no desire to, to be better because if, if you if, if I don't have the ability to control my success, then then what's the point? I'm just going to sit around and be a bum and Hey, everybody's going to be on my level. So, hmm, oh, well, go figure. The Fed also isn't that great at picking metrics, by the way. I'm not, I am not a fan for the Phillips curve since we left the gold standard, okay? When we had the gold standard, the Phillips curve made sense. But what, right. are, but what are we going to do? How are we going to measure the elimination of these disparities? How are we going to do that? It's going to be the polls that they always do. Um, you know, the polls that I never get called for, and I'm not sure if you ever get called for. I don't, I don't get called for, but it is going to be those polls where they polled Americans and, and they said, Hey, this is how, how are you? How are you doing in this times? This, that, and third, that's how they're going to measure this. I know it. I know it. I know it. Cause that is science. And that is proof. That is proof. It's, it's, that's how Hillary won the election in 2016. Yeah. Go figure. Great opinion piece, by the way, uh, from the Wall Street Journal uh, editorial board um, that we will link in the show notes because they sort of go through all of these unintended consequences uh, and 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 enumerate them. And again, do very, very good work on showing how this this vague and ambiguous and ephemeral idea and wording is not going to work. I mean, I don't I, I, I don't even like full employment. Quite frankly, so then when we when we get into when we get into other mandates, and I know environmental justice is next. I know it's yeah, it will be, it will be. But thanks, guys. Thank you so much for rocking with us. We greatly appreciate you. Um, You guys are phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Do all the things that you continue to do. Please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel. Um, We are posting our videos there we aren't live there just yet there's a possibility possibility that we will be going live there um so that is going to be fun subscribe leave a comment share the show with a friend a family member somebody who thinks gun control is great somebody who thinks gun control sucks somebody who hates the supreme court right now somebody who loves the supreme court right now share it with all your friends and family like um, f- subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star rating review because I assure you we are worth every bit of those five stars. Do it, do it now. Um, follow us on Spotify or wherever you catch your podcast. Do all of that. Follow us on social media. I'm sorry, I almost skipped that. Follow us on social media. Um, I've been doing a lot of retweeting here lately. Um, so I've I, I've been I've been on Twitter a little bit. 
But uh, follow us on social media at Civil Discord Pod and follow Amanda at Ajax the Griff. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Civil Discord Podcast and follow me as well at Call Me Maurice. Um, my wife is getting ready to have a baby, so there will be pictures, and I'm excited because she looks just like me, like literally nose and all she got a big nose she got a big smile and i'm loving every bit of it my wife is not too happy because she's like i'm carrying this baby for nine months and it's not going to look anything like me um but uh, i assure you that there will be photos of her when she um when she comes up on on all of that as far as as far as i'm concerned um do all of that and we we will be back with another another episode man i cannot talk today whoo do all of that, and we, we will be back with another episode of Civil Discord. Until then, y'all be easy. And stay fierce.